everyone. Thanks for listening to Totally Off Topic. Katie here. On behalf of all the Tot Gals, thanks for your support. To win some swag, learn some more about the show, and interact with us, follow Broken Drift Productions on Instagram, YouTube, and subscribe to the podcast. Now get ready for this awesome episode. The show where a couple gal pals get together and talk shit about The Bachelorette, do a recap, get off topic, and invite a special guest along for the ride. Guys, we are recapping the final two episodes of Tasha's season. I will be your host for today's episode. I'm Carrie Gallagher. With me, as always, is creative director at Broken Drift Productions, Hillary Hudson. Hi. We've got our favorite Phoenix-based comedian and host of Wings with Friends, Mary Upchurch. Hello! Oh my gosh, and I can't believe we have a special guest. He's back for the second time. You can catch out his, you can catch his new special on his website, milesweber.com. It is called Two for the Money. It is with Chelsea Beers as well. He is a Bachelor fan. We are so pumped to have him. Miles Weber, everybody. Hello. Thanks for having me. This is going to be great. Miles, it's been a while since you joined us, Talk Gals. And back when we first had you on, there was still about two dozen bros. And Tasha has narrowed it from 31 to three. What do you think of the top three guys, Ivan, Brendan, and Zach? I mean, uh, <clears throat> I think Zach, definitely the strongest of the three for sure i mean he's definitely he seems like the most he's been through some shit like he's he's like an old catcher's mitt in the sandlot like you know he's just like warm but he's got a lot of snap to him you know like so i like zach a lot ivan's pretty cool uh i don't know about brendan ran he was always kind of weird he always seemed like he his voice kind of was always set to the tone of i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> yeah, it was just, he seemed a little odd to me. I I have to say, I thought Brendan was going to be the front runner from the beginning. And it'll be, it'll be interesting when we get to the part of the episode where things start to shift there. And this episode, we, we started off and it's a little awkward because now it's down to three guys and we're getting into the overnight dates. And Katie K said it best, like, how do you handle who's first and who's third? Like that's ooh, and then you're in the middle. And we find out that Ivan gets the first date, which could lead to that fantasy suite opportunity. And they have a kiss off for a Guinness book of world records. Hillary Hudson, going to you, producer mama. What did you think? No, I don't think it is a Guinness book of world records because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you have to have the Guinness guy there. And he wasn't there. There's usually like a Guinness guy with the clock and they're like keeping score and whatever. And I don't know if maybe it's because of like COVID or whatever, but I was, I like kept waiting for him to show up and explain. Cause usually when you're trying to break a Guinness book of world records, they explain like this guy has to come out and he has to give you a gift or like a certificate, whatever. They didn't do any of that. So it's bullshit. They don't have the record. I agree. Usually like when the Today Show does this, they have like, all their shit together and they've got someone there with a clipboard and shit gets done. 
Well, you're going to see um, the branding and the sponsoring. You're going to see Guinness on there. And we didn't see that. Yeah, absolutely. And Miles, I need to kick it to you because Bachelor Nation, you know the history better than anybody. Who the fuck is Big Polly? Big Polly, the guy who was doing the commentary? Yeah. So he was on Nick V's season because uh, in, in Nick V's season, they went to, where was he from? Switzerland or something, right? Like wherever he was from, that's where they were. And so they had to do, in, it, wherever they went, were at, it was customary where they do an ice bath and then they get into a sauna. Oh. And that's like what they do culturally. And so they were trying to get them to do that. And so the dude was there doing like commentary with uh, Hanson then for that when they're in the, the ice bath. So yeah, that's, he's, he's from a few seasons back. Okay. And so yeah. we have all been saying for the last couple of weeks that there has just been friend vibes between Ivan and Tasha. Mary, were you still on board with those friend vibes or did you start to see the sparks in those ice baths? No, I said what I said, and I'm so right and true, okay? She's never really liked Ivan. He just seems like a good, like on paper, or they look good together, or they have a lot in common, but they don't. she doesn't have that fiery energy for him um, like she does for Zach and like she does for Zach. So, yeah, no change there, not even a shock to me. Um, no, I mean, they kissed and they kind of like, like got into it, but again, I think Ivan is just a guy she would make out with if she was out at the club and had a few drinks. And then Miles, they have, oh, go ahead, Hillary. Okay, I have to say, when before they like got warm, they were like breathing on each other and like snotting on each other. You ah! could see, she was like laughing and you could see her like ah. snotting in his face. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. Also, um, I just wanna say, before they went on the date, I thought it was really funny when Zach was talking about having stacked divorces, because, hey, man, don't be so judgy. And also, um, they, like, make it so dramatic. They're like, will she lose her chance at love forever? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, it, the commentary, her. right? It was, like, forever. You're like, um, she'll oh, be fine. She's totally Like, if you're divorced it. or separated or whatever more than one time, then you're just, ne you, like, never fall in love again. I hate it. I hate it. I'm over it. Sorry. I, I agree. I unsubscribe to that feeling. It's stupid. Speaking of feelings, Miles, they go back to this super cute, what's it called? An Airstream? <laughs> I think I think things got fucking funky in the Airstream. I don't know. They have breakfast in the morning. It seemed like they had a good time. Do you think some of the feelings started to, you know, I mean, it, well, you mentioned the friend vibes. They sure as hell gave him the friend date, man. Like, you know, oh, we're going to have you get in the ice bucket with them and kiss. And then you get this fantasy sweet RV. Like, what is happening? This seems like he was kind of set up to fail. I, I was just like, this seems kind of janky. Because in my head, I'm like, fantasy sweet. Whose fantasy is like, yeah, I'll take the trailer. That's nice as hell. Like, I don't think it made sense. So I don't know what kind of feelings you can muster up overnight in a trailer. But I mean, they never really confirmed if they did anything, right? Like they never said if she smashed with either of them. So I was like, did you or did you not? I have questions. I want to know if that happened because I feel like that dictates the rest of the night. 
I have a question for you. Can you show off that dope shirt you're wearing? I sure can. My banana bro swag. Hell yeah. Oh, I love it. It's surfing. <laughs> I mean, Miles, you you hit the nail on the head. That was the epitome of a friend date. Like, how yeah. can you have warm, fuzzy moments when you're freezing to death in an ice bath? And then how are you guys supposed to go to pound town on a bed the size of a coffee table? With Two adults balls. could not bone in that situation there's no way and you have frozen balls you have frozen balls it just seemed like a girl's gone wild trailer i'm like i've seen that bed before like i, I know where this is at this is what covid has done to us oh the sheets were still stiff gross okay so so Ivan and Tasha have some coffee and some sweet treats in the morning. Ivan goes back, hangs out with the dudes, and we find out that Zach is in the middle. He's got, he's the feature of them all. The opener was Ivan. We've got the feature act. Zach is ready to go. His note just says, explore each other's bodies, right? And Mary Upchurch, you called this date. You said in a previous episode, it would be so great if they did a body painting date because oh, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And so Ms. Upchurch, what did you think of the date? Um, I think this is when I decided to start making cookies and I was watching it from afar. Um, but I know what happened. Like they had super killer chemistry. They rolled around with each other. They're super hot together and they created hot, hot pink art. Um, you know, a side note from what you were just talking about, during the Ivan date, I thought maybe they did smash, but by the end, I was like, they did not. I don't think they did. And uh, I think it is possible, Zach, he's been my front runner all along. Uh, it is possible that they smash because they got a proper room and a proper bed. It seemed messed up that they got the proper bed. Like, I was like, what is this? Uh, so yeah, man, that seemed super messed up. That it was like, you're gonna give homie the trailer and he gets an actual room? Like, and I mean, come on, you guys, haven't you fucked in worse places? If you wanna do it, you're gonna do it. Oh, for sure, but I didn't sell it as a fantasy. That wasn't what I built it on, you know? Like, absolutely. I would love, I mean, I don't know. Some girls, I not that it's like a fantasy, but like I dream of like being in an RV for like a while and like traveling around the country. I like that. They tried to be kitschy about it. It's it's like the same like when you get married in a barn. It's like oh how cute and like rustic. I have a bigger problem with the fact that they didn't give any time for her to like put ice on her vagina or anything in between the guys. Like it, she he leaves in the morning and then that night she's going out with Zach. Like they couldn't have given her a few hours to like clean herself properly or something. I don't know. I think the same thing every no. bachelorette season when they get to the fantasy suites. I'm like, can the girl sit on some ice? Can we space these dates out every other day? Especially on Hannah B season when she banged Peter in the windmill fire five times yeah. i'm like get that girl an ice pack please for a while yeah i think she was saving herself for zach i don't think she needed the ice pack i i think bachelorette nation would make a ton of money if they had a douche and some themed ibuprofen oh great stocking stuffers um so we all from. agree i think we're all in agreement that zach and Tasha smashed like the sexual chemistry was out of control yeah out of control. I mean, I was, they jumped on the bed afterwards. That yeah, better have meant you smashed. When I he's mean, like, 
he's like, trouble's good. I was like, oh, God, you're every guy I've ever dated. <laughs> well, and <laughs> trouble, trouble are different. Tasha, Tasha is 100% obsessed. And I will say, compared to Ivan's date, Ivan told Tasha, I'm falling in love with you. Zach told her on countless occasions that even the ones that we saw that he loves her. He said, I love you. So I think that was right there. I was like, okay, Zach is obviously the front runner, which means we've got one final overnight fantasy sweet date left. And that was with Brendan. And I have to say every shot that we saw of Brendan looked like he was losing his shit more and more and more. And then he finds out his date is to go with Neil Lane ring shopping, which is essentially <laughs> all of his fears wrapped up in one terrifying bow. They Miles, so dirty. I felt so bad for him. Miles, what was your reaction to this kid who's been telling us forever in his confessionals that he's so scared about proposal and commitment and then he has to literally stare the beast in the face, Neil Lane. Like what? Yeah, I mean, he they set him up on a date with Neil Lane. Like he stayed. He he even said he's like, usually I don't do this, but you know, COVID, I'm on this date with you. I might even come back to the fantasy suite. It was weird. Like it was so weird that they just so on purpose did this to this poor boy but I just I don't wonder if that had like any influence in what he ended up doing though like I wonder if he'd have been fine up until that point or if this was what did it but yeah no he was not okay he was super duper not okay and I Neil Lane probably didn't realize that he's like I'm used to reading diamonds not people <laughs> I think I think um Brendan was probably so appreciative that Neil Lane wouldn't shut the fuck up because that means he didn't have to fill the silence with how uncomfortable he was feeling. It was palpable. Hillary, from a producer standpoint, do you think they knew that that would make him uncomfortable and it would help kind of create or elicit some drama? Yeah, okay. Do I mean, do you wanna know what I think? Yes. <laughs> so first of all, what a weird fucking date. The whole thing's weird anyway because like you're expected to propose but then like the date before you even know if you're gonna propose you're like ring shopping it's a weird thing also i think this is what i think i think that the producers knew that he was gonna leave i think that they convinced him to stay and that when ben left or whatever i think that they were like waiting for a guy or two that they could convince to stay because they knew brendan was gonna peace out and that they intentionally forced him to do this date because they were trying to get him to quit and they were like we need you to stay long enough so that we can have someone else step in like i definitely think the whole thing was planned ben, because i think tasha i think tasha told them that she wasn't gonna pick ivan and i think that they knew brendan was gonna be weird and awkward and wanted to leave and so i think they were like oh my gosh we have to have two people at the end we're gonna get screwed and only have one and then like it's stupid i think the whole thing was crumbling down around them and this was their hail mary of like listen brendan we'll give you an easy exit i think it was all the producers and my wife thought the same thing and yeah. they had that weird like they made a point to tell us 
we're still gonna have a rose ceremony. There was two roses and they're like, oh, we're still gonna do it. And it's like, oh no, you, you got more planned. Mary, I know that you've always been on the fence with, with Brendan, unlike myself. I really thought he was a shoo-in. Um, Mary, what did you think about the conversation they had at dinner where Brendan really just laid it on the line and said, he's really not healed, not ready to love and Tasha deserved better? Yeah, I mean, I think it went as well as could, it could go, you know, and Tasha seemed understanding. I think for a minute, she probably wanted to get a little like, oh, no, you didn't. But he's such a sweet guy. He was honest. He was open. I, at one point during this whole thing, I thought Brendan would be a good, um, it would be good for him to win. And then they date and, and they just, and I kind of kept getting that feeling with Tasha with a lot of these guys is like, Maybe she should just date these guys for a while in real life instead of jumping into marriage. Um, but it went as well as it could. You can't say anything bad about Brendan. He's such a sweet guy. He talks so slow. Have you guys looked at his Instagram? No. Uh, well, it's weird because apparently he's like also a model. And uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. And I'm like, but that doesn't look like the same person. Like... <laughs> Right? That looks like a different human because he seemed very awkward to me. And I'm like, how is that the same person? It's a lot of editing. Right? I, That's a lot of Photoshop. I think There's she's no going to marry Brendan. I think down the road, she'll, she and Brendan will end up together. That's what I think. I can, you know, with all these guys, I, I wanted them to go, hey, call me if it doesn't work out. <laughs> well, it is shit together. And I think that leads us to kind of where the episode starts, you know, we start to, we start to wrap up this episode. Rachel stops by, um, Miles, when did you watch Rachel's season? Yes. And how did you like her as a bachelorette? I mean, she was, she was good. Um, but then it just towards the end of the season, it started to get to her head and you could kind of tell. And then she just kind of carried that same energy into her life now. And so I'm just like, okay, you're, you're too extra now. Um, <laughs> but hers was good. She handled her stuff very lawyerly, if that's the word, you know, like if there was any drama, she'd be like, okay, no, hold on. Come here. Come here. What happened? Why are we doing this? Both of you leave. Like, so she wasn't playing any games, which I'm always about. <laughs> so uh, she, she was cool. Uh, but yeah, she eventually kind of got through her head. So Rachel and Tasha, they sit down in front of a large plate of carbohydrates that neither one of them touch. <laughs> and as Rachel leaves, there's a knock on the door and Mary called it, fucking Ben is back. Ben is back, serious. the producers dragged him out of the car, made sure he had a proper intake of calories, threw him in the apartment and they start chatting away. And the episode ends on a cliffhanger, what's going to happen with Ben and Tasha? But I need to hear your thoughts first. Hillary, were you surprised that Ben popped back up? Um, no, I knew particularly um, once Brendan went home that she was good, someone was going to come back. Um, and Ben was like a fan favorite. but. I was I was surprised with how visibly annoyed she was at first and I could see her in her head being like these fucking producers I mean this is some bullshit that I have to put through go through and then um the only other things I want to say is his ears are really tiny that was like all I could do the whole time was stare at his ears. 
because he like had his hand up next to his ear and his ear is like only as big as this on his hand it was very strange um and also weird that she like leaned in for the kiss if because she like jumped at him she was like yeah i think for her it's more physical um Miles, do you think this was an effort more so on Ben's part to save face so that maybe he could be on Paradise or be considered for a down-the-road Bachelor? I mean, I think he's definitely going to be on Paradise. But no, I just think he's dumb. So I just think his brain doesn't work properly and he doesn't understand what emotions are or when they feel them unless his sister is telling him that he loves a person. Because I guess that's what happens. Like, it's love what you're feeling right now. Is it? Like, uh, yeah, I knew when you walked in. Did you? Like, why are you so perplexed by every emotion that comes by and you've never cried? Run to therapy. I just think his brain is broken. It's 100% broken. I think he had like two talk space sessions and felt confident enough to come back on the show. Like, it, right? And it was so it was so ridiculous. And so the good news is we can just plow right into the next episode because we do whatever we want. So spoiler alert, she's not Tasha's not really sure how to process all of this because I really don't think she knew he was coming back. Like she genuinely did look shocked. And so she invites him to the rose ceremony and they get to the rose ceremony. Ivan gets there. And then we see Zach gets there and then fucking Ben walks in. Um, it was pretty shocking. Zach was like visibly pissed. Like you could see on his face. He was like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Like, are you kidding me right now? And we all noticed that all of us and everyone noticed that except for Ben who just starts talking to him. Like, you think that's bad that she walked away? I don't know what's good. And Zach's just like, I don't really want to talk to you right now, homie. Like, I'm really upset that you're here. And so, like, Ben is just like, he has thoughts in real time. Like, you're seeing him have the first thought. This is the first time he's thought this thought. Because later on, he's just like, oh, the only thing standing between me and Tasia is Zach. And I could feel his face going, <gasps> because he just thought that for the first time. I thought that it was kind of messed up how he totally blamed it on her instead of being like, oh, I came back and asked to talk to her and tell her that I love her because I screwed up. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. She like asked me to come to the rose ceremony. So I'm like here. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. He does this weird thing where his bottom jaw is just disconnected from his face and then his eyes. Miles called it, right? You don't know what to do with your hands. It's like a. Exactly. Oh, and it's so annoying. And it's like he got two new, um, you know, talking points, but he doesn't say anything. He's just like, she's great. And if I let this go, I'm an idiot. And she's great. I'm just, I like the way she makes me feel. And it's like, you're done. Oh, yeah. They're all super surfacey qualities and everything. And I was irate that she let him come back. I'm just, this whole showing up nonsense. I'm like, you want guys to get better, you gotta stop rewarding them for not listening to you, okay? Yeah. Like, he showed up. Yeah, it's show up now, and then in 10 years he's going to prison because he's on your lawn and he won't leave. He's like, I'm showing up, what? And that's just a perfect excuse for a guy not to, I like actions, do a thing. Showing up, yeah, you're here, but you're useless. Like, go do something, that do, put it into action. And, and Ben has perpetually showed up 
after he's already blown it. Yep. He blows yep. it. This was this was the third time he showed up because he already blew it for the third time. Exactly. This is just what he does. I mean, so yeah, his brain doesn't work and he's like, oh, my bad. And I think we all kind of held our breaths, but we knew what was going to happen when Tasha asked Ivan to come to the side and chat because we've seen this before. She did it with Riley in previous episodes and some of the other guys. And I thought they had a very good conversation. Turns out that during their one-on-one, -on -one, I don't think they smashed. I think they ended up having deep emotional conversations, probably about their upbringings, their culture, religion obviously came up. Mary Upchurch, were you as shocked as I was that religion kind of came up in this conversation the first time after Tisha was like all about him after the 101? Yeah, I think this was a big cheat by the producers. Like, cause I Googled it. I was like, well, what, what was the deal with that? And nobody knows like, well, what religion is Ivan or what did he say? Like, they just said, it's like, they're like, oh, there's, that's the only thing you can say that would make sense of why she would dump him. If everybody thought he was so perfect, except me, um, you know, like what could be okay to dump him on? Oh, religion. Um, and I think it was a big, just a big cheat moment on their part because they didn't explain it. It came out of nowhere and we're supposed to just accept it. I think he was relieved. I think you could see on his face. He was like, oh, shit, I don't have to propose to her tomorrow. This is great. <laughs> like, I definitely think he was a little cocky, um, but I think he I thought he was happy. Like he and then he's like, oh, she's not going to find anybody but me. Like, I definitely think he like turned a little switch afterwards. And I, I think he was relieved. I think like when she said it, he was like, oh, thank God I can get out of here. I made it the whole season. I might get to be the bachelor because I made it far enough, but like now I don't have to marry this girl. Miles, any final thoughts on Ivan, AKA NASA? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a real weird production thing that they didn't show us the conversation. Like, I mean, if you're, if this is the reason he's leaving and this is the final three, this is a vital plot point. Like this is the whole, and you're all about drama. Like what was said? What actually happened? So yeah, I thought it was very, very odd that it was something that we didn't see and that's why he had to leave. So yeah, it just seemed very, very odd. And so I'm like, yeah, y'all must not have smashed if you talked about religion, unless he was back there like, oh my God. And she's like, put a pin in that. We're going to talk later. Like, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. alluded to it when they were having breakfast outside would have been the perfect moment to kind of put something out there that like they had a conversation, but no, they wanted us to think that they smashed. Like the storyline continuity is not working here. Yeah. I agree. And so pretty much by default, we're left with two guys, Ben and Zach get roses and they're eligible to meet Tasha's family. And it, it's only at this point in the episode where hindsight is 2020. And I realized all the producer notes, Hillary, that you and Miles commented on where bringing back Ben, there was this whole big plot line behind it because what would have happened if she sent Ivan home? Like there is no family meets meetups. Like, and it was, it's interesting how you can start to see the longer you watch and the deeper you get into the episodes, just how, how producer led some of this drama and Tasha's decisions are. So we find out that Zach is gonna meet her parents and her brothers first. 
And I just have a note here that says Sober Sally knocked it out of the motherfucking park. Yeah. Great combo with her dad. Hillary, what are your thoughts on how Zach connected with her family? I thought he did such a good job. I, again, like I, I like Zach. Um, and I thought it was interesting, like in comparison, I think when Ben in particular was talking to her mom, there were a couple of times where I feel like her mom's face was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, she didn't like break a smile or anything. It was like a straight face, but you could just like see in her eyes that she was like, uh-uh, not this guy, no. <laughs> Miles, what did you think of the impact and kind of the first impression Zach had on the family versus Ben? I mean, Zach killed it. I mean, Zach sold the shit out of himself. He was in there like, hey, what's up, everybody? Because Ben, well, first of all, here's some little inside baseball on Ben. He has never watched The Bachelor before in his life. So he had no idea that he was going to meet her parents. No idea. He was shocked when they said, all right, so you're going to meet her parents tomorrow. And he was like, what? He had no idea. And he kind of acted like it on his. Yeah, he was super quiet. The first thing he said was, she broke up with me a couple days ago. Great starting point, Ben. This is definitely your best foot forward. And Zach was just like, what's up? How's it going? This is your name. Boom. Let me tell you a little story about you. Boom. Like, he had everything nailed down. I was waiting for him to spin a chair backwards and sit on it while he talked to her father. It was wild, man. He was killing the game. Mary, your take on Ben versus Zach's... Uh one-on-ones with the fan. Yeah, it was really good because you could really see the contrast contrast about how shallow Ben was compared to Zach's answer. It was like a job interview where somebody didn't really know the job. And so Zach was giving like specific examples. He's like, this is what I believe. And you did this and I'm not afraid. And I'm gonna, you know, this and that. And Ben's just in there going, yeah, she's a great girl. Oh, yes, I'm so dumb. Oh. It makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like You make me feel, I like how you make me feel, or I love you because I love how you make me feel. What? So you don't actually love me. There's not that partnership that let's grow together. Let's let's hold hands and walk forward together for our future. It was just like, oh, it feels good. <laughs> I think, I think, Ben just isn't like a fully developed, mature man yet. I think like one day he will get there, but if he's leading with, oh, I went to West Point, like who cares about your qualifications, bro? Like you, I think you're like a physical fitness instructor, which is fine. But like, I just, I felt, I felt like Ben blew it. Fucking Ben blew it. That's what he does. Oh yeah. Well, he's just so damaged. Like, I mean, just all the clues. Like I tried to kill myself a couple years ago. Uh, I'm an army veteran and I'm 30 and I'm a veteran. Like that seems quick sticks to be a vet. Like, and then uh, 12 years he had an eating disorder. So it's just like every little, I'm like 12 years when, like, did you just shake that off? Like, how, did you process any of that? So all of his stuff, every step, I'm just like, what are you doing? Why? Even when he got naked earlier in the season, like uh, that was a weird time. Cause they're all like showing their vulnerability and homeboy just told this sad ass family story that was heartfelt. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to pull my balls out now. Like it was just everything. I'm like, why now? Why was that a choice? So yeah, man, Ben's special. 
To quote Katie Kay, I got third degree embarrassment from every scene that featured Ben. He's just, he's, I think for Tasha, he's a beefcake. Like he's just like a hondo that she wants to get railed by. I don't know. Every gal has a picture of that dude on your ceiling, but it's just, it's not marriage material. And I think that might've been, I mean, Zach knocked it out of the park. Ben did not do well. And I think because of that, that, that helped Tasha's dad and kind of led him to have a private conversation with her, completely caught her off guard, because I think her dad was probably worried that she was going to pick Ben. Mary, yeah, where well, was your head at with Tasha's dad popping over to her place? So at first I thought it was really cool. And then I was like, well, what is this? Because he wasn't actually saying anything. Was it just to create drama, to create struggle? And then maybe did he actually say, just don't pick that idiot, Ben? Like it, then it seemed fake by the time he left. He didn't actually say anything. And then I thought, or maybe she's like, I'm not ready to get married. So it was just like a little bit of like confusion for the finale, you know? Hillary, producer move on that or actually like dad moves? Like I want to make sure my daughter is not making a big mistake. No, I, I like think that they didn't have enough footage for the season. I think that's why Rachel came. They had to bring Rachel in because like, I think that they had a lot of the old cast members on staff because obviously of COVID, COVID and everything, they've been in and out the whole season. So I think when they realized that Brendan was leaving, they were like, oh shit, we don't have enough footage. So they had him come in and then, you know, the rose ceremony didn't go the way that they thought it was going to. So they had to bring like the dad back. Like, I think a lot of it is producer moves. And I would like to say also like, I, I like Ben, but to me, Ben's like a puppy dog. Like he's, he's just not full grown yet. He still pisses on the carpet. Like he has to just go through some training and some things before he can be like husband and like the father of your kids or whatever. Like I do like him. He's cute. He's sweet. And he just like kind of go along, get along, follows after you. But like, he's not, he's not ready. I, I thought, I thought the dad thing was weird. Cause yeah, it didn't seem like he was saying anything. And we were being led to believe all season that dad was going to drop this bomb. And oh, then okay. he like liked both of them. He's like, Ben means well, and Zach's a nice guy. Like, and I'm like, okay, then if you like both of them. So I think maybe he told her like, you could just not get engaged either. If you don't like either of them, you don't, this isn't just, you have to pick one of them. You could totally just like not do this and that's fine. Like, so I think he told her that and the producer was like, well, we can't have that on air. So let's just be weird. So yeah, that and the Ivan thing, I'm like, what are you guys doing? This doesn't make any logical sense. And I have so many questions and they're not doing like an after the rose thing show like they usually do uh chris harrison was like because of covid we're not doing that and so it's like all right i guess we'll just always wonder it was weird it, it was weird and i think too with 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 her dad coming over it planted the seed of doubt at least in my head like maybe Tasha isn't ready to get married because it, she had that whole that whole scene where she just really disclosed how upset she was and how hurtful and painful the divorce was and how her dad saw her at the lowest low crying in her car at 3 a.m. So it kind of planted some doubts for me that trickled over into Zach's state, which 
Is that something, Miles, they've done in the past where after they've met the families, they, they end up having more dates? Because her and Zach went on that date and it seemed kind of out of place to me. Yeah, they still do the date. Yeah, they, they usually have a date with the two of them so they could have like a final. So what'd you think of my family? And oh, your family was great. And blah, blah, blah. so I mean, just to kind of check in and see how that went and their feelings about that on their way to the finale. So yeah, they, they still do that. I think it was just weird. It felt weird because they only did the one with Zach. And then it was very obvious that she had already sent Ben back uh, when they had the date with Zach because she was wearing the same outfit as when dad came over. Mm-hmm. And then it looked like she just talked. She would never, they would never have her wear the same outfit uh, back to back on that. That is just not allowed in bachelor nation. You got to have more wardrobe changes than Mariah Carey in a Macy's. Okay. Like, come on now. So they would never. So I think it was just editing, which is even weirder. Like, yeah, the whole thing felt weird at the end. I gotta say though, I really loved how, I don't know if you guys are doing this too with Tasha's family. Like, her mom, she is the perfect blend of her mother and father. Like, I loved her mom. She just looked like somebody that I know. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you just really see it. Like, it was, they're, she's just too gorgeous. And like, her, her brothers are all cute. They were making a joke that he was going to be the next bachelor in a few years. Like, it was kind of cool to meet her family. Yeah, she's got a cool little family. So, but I mean, I always think it's weird when Chris Harrison like gives the joke, like you could be the bachelor or the bachelorette, but he's never like, you can have my job. Like he's going to have that job till the day he dies. <laughs> I thought, I think that the producers were probably freaking out. I think that they were like, oh my gosh, Claire already went home. So many of these guys have left. There have been issues. Like now this guy's leaving, this other guy's leaving. I think that they were like scraping at the end to save the season so that they didn't have two bachelorettes to like throw out there. I really, I really think that if, especially the producers this year, they were probably like so stressed. It had, I mean, yeah, I just think, I think they were like trying to pull together a season. A lot of the scenes with like the other cast members and from old seasons and stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, they don't have enough footage. Yeah, this was the nailed it of Bachelorette seasons. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I think this is the right flavor. It's kind of like a cake. It got it got weird. Like the last 25 minutes of the episode, we see Tisha and Zach have their final date. Started off rocky, and then obviously it it worked itself out, and there are two happy cutie patooties running around La Quinta. She sends Ben home. No one was surprised, right? Nobody was surprised by that move. But then ben the last twenty, you were no Ben was. Ben, oh, ben was very, ben was very surprised. surprised. He got emotion. He was just like, oh no, because you saw his face. He went back into his shell. He very much, yeah. like he went right back to Terminator. <laughs> he, oh yeah, he, he absolutely. on her face too. She was like, "Don't shut down him." Oh, I don't care. He's not my problem. Yes. Yes, you could see Tasha was so annoyed. She was just like, really, dude? Like, no fucking emotion. He was able to string some words together to make it somewhat okay, but like, wow. Did he say, maybe this was the first time he got dumped. I can't remember if he said it this time, but when he said, I'll be okay, I'll be okay. You're like, what? That's not what you say. Yeah. And like, are you going to be okay? Like, are you going to be okay? No. No. So 
the the last 20 minutes we know that we know that Zach is going to propose. I mean, we've all seen Zach in his confessionals. It, I, I, there was not a doubt in my mind that he wasn't going to pull out the ring and ask Tasha to marry him. But in seasons past, Miles, was it actually down to two guys who would have rings in their pocket or was it always just down to one? Yep, it's always down to two and they both do the rings. Usually they both go with Neil and do the ring shopping and they both have a ring. And then they, you have to be, one, they start proposing and with one of them, you have to be like, stop. So yeah, that's usually typically, yeah, I know you ladies got the shaft this season. I'm sorry. Like I said, it was the nailed it of bachelorette season. So yeah, usually they stop them in the middle of the proposal and then just break their heart into a million pieces. It's also always windy, by the way, whenever the proposals are happening, it's always somewhere where it is just unfavorably windy for no reason like they don't look like they're having fun and he proposed to her like a, in a ditch somewhere where was that where she well, was i think this is another mary called it because i was like they need to bring back that quarry or whatever they yelled into with jason and apparently it's like they were saving it to use as the last backdrop with a cardboard taxi <laughs> that was stupid that no. was my only thing about zach that i just really didn't like at all when he brought the cab out, I was like, homie, you need to read the room. Could we not just, this is how a white guy hails, hails a cab. Like, could we just not today, Zach? Maybe this wasn't the first move we should do. I, the cab thing was the only thing that drove me crazy. Everything else, he was lovely. I have to say, I thought the aesthetic for the proposal stage was beautiful. I think the fires were overkill because it's probably 110 degrees outside. So hot. It was so hot. Better. Tasha looked amazing. I thought Zach looked amazing in, in his suit. Um, Tasha's waiting there, and she seemed cool, calm, and collected. And then when Zach got there, I'm like, they're so cute. Like he did a cute little jump, and like everyone kind of relaxed, like took that breath that you take when you're super nervous. And as they start talking, um, did anybody else tear up when Zach went into the whole I choose you? Like, I choose you yesterday, today, tomorrow. No, no one else teared up. I was making cookies. I, I get overwhelmed when the suspense gets too much. And sometimes I'm like, I can't. And I was just started making cookies. So I was like watching it from afar. It was weird. I couldn't handle it. But I did. I was I like was crying. Miles, do you have an ice cold heart like my co-host? Come on. So my, my wife teared up. She did. My wife absolutely teared up. The only reason I didn't tear up, because what he said was very, very sweet. That was definitely one of the most heartfelt uh, like proposal speeches that I've seen on this show. Uh, so, yeah, he really spoke from the heart. But for me, it was that he nodded everything he said to her like he was trying to headbutt it. So he would just keep on coming. And so I was just watching the rhythm and then I had to go back and listen. And I was like, that was very sweet, but don't Mortal Kombat it, homie. Like, <laughs> so yeah, the, the nodding for me, that was, that was what threw me off. But I, it was very sweet. He nailed it. He, he absolutely crushed it. Hillary, um, Tasha took a very long pregnant pause when she was ready to respond. And for a moment, my heart got caught in my throat. I didn't know what she was gonna say. This is where I had 
the echoes of her dad's conversation rattling in my brain being like, are you ready? Make sure you don't make a bad decision. It was a very long pregnant pause, probably sounded a lot longer for Zach. Did you think at any point she was going to like back out? No, I didn't think she was going to back out. I, I thought the whole thing, like the moment where he takes the ring out, he kind of like fumbled with it a slight bit. And it was kind of like a weird moment because I felt like maybe he waited too long to get down on his knee because it was kind of like a strange, I don't know. I've been proposed to a few times and I felt like- <laughs> Brag much? Jeez. Well, it's not a brag, but I'm just saying like it was- it just seemed like awkward. It was like, uh, I don't know. It just seemed kind of awkward. There was so much talking. It was just a lot of talking. I did not tear up. I was like, okay, oh, hey, get to the point. We get it. You want to <laughs> Mary, too much talking, not heartfelt enough. What? Yeah, that's why I was making cookies. I was just like, okay, okay, okay. I know it's going to happen. But I was very happy for them. I do like them together. And I've been calling that yeah i hope that they uh he's able to kind of help he's an emotionally intelligent dude so i mean uh i think he's gonna he at least has the potential to help her kind of break those walls down because she's very damaged too like she even said it when she was talking to her dad about like the past marriage she's like i blocked that out and now you're bringing it all up again by talking in front of my face right now and i don't like it and i'm like yeah bitch go to therapy that's what that means like so it's a, it's called a trigger because you haven't worked through this yet. So yeah, she definitely needs to work on her shit too. So I'm hoping because he does like counseling at the center or whatever the fuck he works at. Uh, like, yeah, maybe he could help her with that. That'd be good. So I think they're both going to try really hard. So that's good. How did she right, block that? How'd she block that out? Is there like a book or something that you can right <laughs> where it's just delete? I think it's eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is what we're thinking of. <laughs> thing called a mirror just focus on yourself and be get as beautiful as you can with those eyes how do you block out anything <laughs> yeah. um wow so this season was unlike any other i feel like i kind of got gypped on the drama department based on what miles and kdk has shared about past seasons and some of the antics and drama oh, yeah. um but i fully loved Tasha. i really hope that zach and Tasha are still together. So we have a couple top thoughts that I'd like to do a round robin. So I want you guys to let me know your answers. We'll start with you, Hillary. Top thought number one, do you think Zach and Tasha are celebrating the holidays together? Yes, this year. Mary Upchurch, what do you think? Yeah, sure. Miles? Oh yeah, they are. We've already been on their Instagram. They're being all cute and everything. Same with Dale and uh, Claire. They're, they're, they've been being adorable this whole time too. Okay, next top thought. We'll go the opposite direction. Do you think Claire and Dale will be with child first or Tasha and Zach? Miles, what do you think? I mean, if it's gonna happen with either one, which uh, that's probably going to be Claire and Dale, cause yeah, Claire's a little older. And if that's something that she wants, you know, then I, I, I think she's gonna pull that real quick. I mean, look at Dale. Don't you just want that DNA all living, all up in you? Like, I mean, come on now. That's a handsome- take it on my face. Um, right? Ah! Sorry. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm gonna look like Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mary, who do you think is going to be with child first, Claire Bear and Prince Dale or Tisha and Zach? You know Claire is poking holes in the condoms. Oh, yeah. Let me put it on for you first. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary, what do you think? Same, same. It'll be Claire. She's dying to have a baby. I think so, too. So before we wrap up, Mary Upchurch recorded all of our, our, I guess you want to say our guesses, right? Our final predictions. So Mary Upchurch, will you please read the results as to who thought would make it to the end and get that ring on Tasha's finger? Um, Okay. It's funny because you guys would not give me straight answers. So I have a bunch of cross outs on this, but what we ended up with, Katie K said easy. Oh, yeah. Miles, you said easy. Yeah, it's true. Um, Hillary, first you said a rando, and then you said Ben. So kind of aligned, like you're, you know, Carrie, another very qualified answer. You said NASA, a.k.a. Ivan. And I said Zach. So. Yeah, you and my wife, because she said Zach, too. She, from yeah. when we made our predictions, apparently she was downstairs. She yelled, Zach. Nice. So, yeah. Wow. I, Mary, thank you so much for saving those and pulling those out of the vault. Much appreciated. This episode has been so fun. Before we official wrap up our first ever recap top style, Miles, please tell all of our fans where they can follow you, get in touch with you and see you and shows and all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Miles Weber Joker, Miles with a Y, Weber 1B, and Joker. Very easy to spell. Uh, and then uh, MilesWeber.com. Uh, I have my comedy specials up there. And then any live shows that I do get booked for will go up there as well. And on social media, you'll see the Zoom shows that I do with Chelsea and what have you. And I'll have all of you on uh, soon on our No Joke show as well. That'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you, Miles, for being the most amazing special guest. This has been so much fun with me as always and signing off as always. We've got Mary Upchurch. Bye. Hillary Hudson. Bye. I've been your host, Carrie Gallagher. Give Miles a follow and we will see you guys maybe even for Bachelor. Bye. Bye. Hey there, Katie again. Thanks for listening. For exclusive content, head to Broken Drift Patreon. And before the outro music plays, subscribe to the Broken Drift Productions YouTube channel to watch episodes or subscribe to our podcast channel. All links are in the episode bio. Bye.